and today is a Q&A weekend episode where we answer your question right here on the show. If you have a question you want to ask us, just email us at support at businessrepublic.net or you can send me a tweet on Twitter. My handle is bizrepublic, B-I-Z Republic. As always, I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenhome. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And today's Q&A weekend episode question comes from Amish. And Amish asks, do you prefer using slides when you speak on stage? Good question, Amish. A lot of people ask, do I need slides? Are slides helpful? Does it make it more engaging? And this is actually quite timely because I've actually split tested my speeches with and without slides. And what I found out through those split tests really surprised me. I'm going to be sharing with you my perspective on this. If slides matter, do slides help? And if so, how to use them? So let's get into it, guys. Let's get down to business. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is sponsored by our friends at HostGator. We at The $100 MBA and Webinar Ninja host our sites with HostGator because they're reliable and they always got our back 24-7 with their live support via phone, chat, and email. Regardless of what size business, they will grow with you and make sure your website is completely covered. Whether it's domain services, getting an SSL certificate, or creating the website with you step-by-step. And HostGator's hooking us up with 30% off Get Started for as low as $5 a month. Just go to HostGator.com slash MBA30. Again, that's HostGator.com slash MBA30. So Amish asks, do I prefer using slides when I'm speaking on stage? So my honest answer is it depends. It depends on what I'm speaking on and also depends on the nature of what I'm trying to do with the speech. For example, if I'm asked to give a workshop and I have ample time to actually teach a skill, like how to create a sales video, for example, I can go through step-by-step and slides can be very, very helpful because I have visuals. But workshops are not that common because it needs a lot of time. Sometimes workshops need like all day or a few hours. But what I've learned, because I've done some split testing, when I have a keynote, when I'm on stage and I have, let's say, 25 to 45 minutes on stage, that's not a lot of time. And it's not a really a good use of time to try to drill something home and try to teach a concept, to teach some sort of practice or skill. Really what you should aim to do is you really should aim to inspire them to think in a different way, to change their mindset about something and to get them thinking about, hey, maybe this can work. Maybe I can do this, whatever your area of expertise is. The best you could do in those situations is to inspire them. Yes, you want to give some concrete information, great content, but the truth of the matter is if they're going to actually learn something tangible, they're going to have to look you up later on and pick up your book or your course or whatever you do. So that's really the next step is for them to really roll up their sleeves and do something a little bit more tactical or practical in a workshop setting, quote unquote, after the actual speech. Your job is to actually inspire them to get to that point. So in that case, are slides really necessary? Now, some people love using slides because it helps them guide them through the speech. They're kind of like landmarks or reminders throughout the speech of where they're going, where they're at, and what's next. Now, I completely get that, but in my personal opinion, in my own training that I've had as a public speaker through many courses, especially Michael Port and Amy Port's course, Heroic Public Speaking, if you have to refer to your slides, you don't know your speech well enough. You're going to need more rehearsal. You shouldn't have to look at your slides. 
See, when you look at your slides, you cause people to focus on the slides and not on you and not on what you're saying, not your message. So if you're going to use slides, you should not be looking at them. You should be clicking away. You should know the timing. So when you're clicking, you know exactly what the slide is behind you. You don't have to look back. Once you look back and you lose that eye contact with the audience, you lose them. It's hard to reel them back in. If you're constantly disconnecting with them, it's going to be hard to have a cohesive conversation with them. Number two, if slides confuse you, overwhelm you, and distract you, then do without them. Personally, I found I'm giving a public speech, and I'm on stage, and I'm trying to give some really important information. I want to get people thinking in a different direction. I prefer not to have slides because it allows me just to focus on having an intimate conversation with my audience. I don't need to worry about what slide I'm on. I don't have to worry about my timing or if that video is going to be playing when I click it. It keeps my mind distraction-free. It allows me just to focus on making those connections. It also allows the audience to just have one point of focus, you and what you're saying and what you're presenting. They're not looking at the slides and saying, oh, should I jot that down? Should I take a note of that? They're not distracted by that. They're really having an experience, really, when they're just having you on stage. Also, without slides, it forces you to simplify your message, forces you to really get down to the bare bones of what you're trying to say because you don't have visuals to help you. But one of my favorite things of presenting without slides is that it encourages you, it forces you, it pushes you to put on a better performance. When you don't have videos, you don't have pictures, you don't have visuals, it forces you to put on the performance, to be entertaining, to use your body, meaning move around, be expressive, use the stage, use your voice. You can even use props and you can even have some reenactments if you want as long as it feels authentic to you. The point here is is that when you don't have slides involved, you really focus on what you're trying to deliver to your audience. Now, I understand this is not for everybody, but the question was asked, what do I prefer? And more and more when I get asked to speak, I'm preferring not to use slides. I just find that the speech and the experience for the audience is far more engaging. Now, it doesn't mean I don't use slides. I use slides all the time when I'm doing workshops, when I'm doing webinars, because sometimes you want to show people what things look like. You want to give them a visual to break things down that are a little bit complex, or you want to be crystal clear about certain facts or figures like prices. But if you have the privilege and the opportunity to be in front of a crowd on stage, use it to inspire and get them going. Change your mindset, and they'll look you up, and they'll take on the next step and roll up their sleeves with one of your products, your services, your podcasts, your videos, And that's when they can really learn the skills they need to take action. I'm not saying that when you're on stage, you can't give actual great content they can use. No, please do so. And I highly encourage that. But it can't be too much information. They have to remember it. They got to retain it. And remember, when you're trying to deliver a big concept or a big skill or pass on some sort of method, you're going to be rushing on time. So instead of doing that, use your time wisely. All right, guys, I got more on today's topic, but before that, I got to give love to today's sponsor, HostGator. What I love about HostGator is that it's an all-in-one website solution. What I mean by that is by being a HostGator member, by signing up for as low as $5 a month, it's like having your own tech team on call. You can email them, you can contact them via phone or chat 24-7 and say, hey, I want to do this with my website. I want to change this. I want to add a domain name. I want to add an SSL certificate. And they got your back. They take the headaches out of the tech when it comes to your business website. They'll help you get your website up, 
keep it running, and they'll grow with you as your business grows. And best of all, HostGator is rooting for you as a new business owner, as a bootstrapping business, as somebody who's trying to make it happen. And they're giving every listener of The $100 MBA 30% off. Just go to HostGator.com slash MBA30. Again, that's HostGator.com slash MBA30. To wrap up today's question from Amish, do I prefer using slides during my speeches on stage? I recommend you do what I did. Do a split test. Do the same speech you did on stage once with slides and one without. Ask yourself what the experience was like. Do you feel like the audience was more engaged? Did you feel like you had a more connection with the audience? Which one do you feel more comfortable with? And which one produced the best results? That's really the only way to find out to see what's best for you. Hope some of the pointers I mentioned today helped, guys. And I hope to see you in tomorrow's episode, a great must-read episode, where I share with you a great book that I've read recently that has influenced me as an entrepreneur. I give you some of its takeaways and explain why you should read it. Tomorrow's must-read is The Boron Letters by Gary Halper. I don't want to spoil tomorrow's episode, but this book was really interesting. If you don't know who Gary Halpert is, he's one of the best copywriters of all time. And this book has become a legend in copywriting. And it's not what you expect, so check it out tomorrow on The $100 MBA Show. Make sure you hit subscribe so you get it automatically right on your device. But before I go, guys, I want to leave you with this. One of the biggest challenges of being on stage or speaking in public or even on a webinar is just being comfortable with being in front of an audience, being comfortable with yourself, trying to get as close as possible to being yourself on stage. I know that a lot of times there's hundreds and even thousands of people staring back at you. It doesn't feel like an intimate conversation. And maybe some of us have trouble just standing up and saying a few words at the dinner table. That's okay. Allow yourself to have enough rehearsal and practice and chances to get used to it and to get comfortable. All right, guys, I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care. Take care.